intention interior trucking companies if you are relying on facility insurance you could be overpaying reduce your insurance cost by 10000 or more per truck and good news we accept drivers with only 1 years of experience to learn more just send us text by typing insurance to 3653640714 thank you <laughs> and, and welcome to another episode of the Trucking Risk and Insurance Podcast, everyone. Good Friday. Hey, Johnny, how are you? Oh, I'm, I'm not bad, brother. I'm not bad. I could be a lot better, uh, you know, but hey, we'll, we'll talk about that. So hey, what more could you ask for? Hang on now. Look who's saying hello. Gladys Adam. I just wanted to throw that up there. Hi, Gladys. Whoops. Where did John go? Oh, John decided to... I tell you, he's got to learn to feed those squirrels. Yes, yes, I'm sorry. Yes, <laughs> I don't know what happened. Um, so the topic today, just so everybody knows, is going to be just two things. Well, kind of two things. Uh, what the heck, and I didn't swear, uh, is happening at the border. And John, the co-host, Johnny Farquhar, is recovering from COVID. So he's, oh. we're going to trip back to John's trucking days and play a little game. And we're going to talk yeah. about COVID and stuff like that at the end and how it would have affected John mm -hmm. on the road. So first of mm -hmm. all, Johnny, mm -hmm. what hey. the heck is going on at the border right now? Oh man, I'll tell you what, I don't think I want to be there. Uh, come tomorrow? Well, that's tomorrow. I mean, we could say uh, at 12.01 tomorrow morning, which will be just after midnight tonight. Um, if you haven't got your ducks in a row and you haven't got your vaccination slip and your proof of full vaccination, uh, you're going to be having a holiday that you don't want. A 14-day holiday, as a matter of fact. Yeah, I mean, this whole thing is well. I think it's crazy, and it started with the miss. Sorry, I'm trying to fix, um, fix your background there, buddy. It, uh, oh yeah, I just realized it, that. it disappeared there. See, uh, when, my when, squirrels, my squirrels left me, and and my background drops out of out of place. So yeah, can't, uh, it, can't win uh, everything. Here we go. Here we go. Here we back. go. Hey, hey. <laughs> all right. So anyway, um, Wednesday wasn't it Wednesday? Yes. When I think it was yeah. the border agents came out with their statement saying, ah, yeah, truck drivers are going yep. to be okay. Yep. Yep. CBSA uh, hadn't made a formal announcement. There was nothing in writing, apparently, but there was some meetings that were had, some transportation associations, some news outlets had got wind of this. And uh, it was like, hey, there's a reprieve for Canadian truck drivers. And, uh, you know, if you're unvaccinated, you'll still be able to come into Canada you were going to anyway, but now you won't have to quarantine. So, you know, hey, life was going to be grand. It was like, woo, okay, drivers can come and go again. So kind of a bit of a reprieve for maybe a week because we know the U.S. is still coming in. Um, but other than that, it was like, hey, this is great. So, and then something else happened. Well, I mean, at the time when that was released, I went, oh, my God, this is finally, I think maybe the government was listening. Because it's not just mm -hmm. the trucking associations that are really concerned about this. It's there's a, like no. manufacturers, uh, auto Manufacturing, parts people, yep. uh, everybody yep. that trucks or hires yep. trucks to move freight. 
I'm I'm sure even uh, families of drivers, you know, because this meant well, you know, my 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 husband or my wife, my spouse could be out of work right now because they can't cross the border, and you know, the there's no jobs working within the province; they're all taken up, and there's nothing running across Canada right now because they're all taken up. So I'm sure this was a bit of a relief for a lot of families as well. Yeah. And then all of a sudden the other shoe dropped and the federal government <laughs> said, oh, oh, time out. <laughs> we never said that exactly. <laughs> exactly. So apparently somebody well, opened their mouth that shouldn't have opened their mouth and said something they shouldn't have said something because it really wasn't true. And as they say, somebody spoke in error. Yeah. And are you there? Yep. Oh, okay. I just uh, yep. pulled up that uh, I see, the, the I, link. I see it on the screen me. there. Yeah. And um, I think it actually mentions in there that it was um, um, made in error, the, the statement or something like that. Yeah. So, Well, I just, you know, here's some of the highlights. Uh, Canadian truck drivers who are not fully vaccinated can't be denied entry into Canada. Well, hallelujah. Uh, however, yep. 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 you might have to vaccinate. So this well, and, and I, I, I want to jump in there, Chris, real quick, right in that same area where you were talking about. And we talked about this earlier in the week, uh, or not earlier in the week, last week in the podcast. Um, right there in that same statement, it says, uh, Canadian citizens, persons registered as Indians under the Indian Act, and permanent residents. So the, the, we talked about this last week when we said, if you're not a permanent resident yet, you have a work visa, but you're not a permanent resident, this could cause you some grief getting back into Canada. Yes, sir. And it's such a confusing time. So right now, mm -hmm. as it stands for Canadians, permanent residents, um, those uh, that are covered under the Indian Act, uh, should will be allowed to come into Canada. However, yep. you yep. may have to quarantine. And this is very dependent. I, I found this uh, interesting too. The final decision regarding entry and quarantine is made by the government representative at the port of ent entry based on information presented at the time. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. they're not even saying that you have to quarantine. They're saying no. that no. The border official who's allowing you into the country is going to determine that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. a lot of power. At the, well, I mean, the border officials yeah. have always had a great deal of power. Uh, yeah, yeah. This is yep. very subjective now. So, mm -hmm. not sure I'm a fan of what's happening. But <laughs> the the main thing I, I want our listeners to hear is as as of tomorrow, twelve oh one a.m. tomorrow morning. Uh, you've got to use the Arrive Can app uh, is the mm -hmm. easiest way, and you should be double vaxxed, or mm -hmm. else other stuff could happen. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, and I, I don't think we're going to know what totally all that other stuff is until it starts to play out, and we start to hear stories of uh, of drivers stuck at the border, drivers turned around at the border. You know, this this is going to be interesting as to how this all plays out. So we can only speculate what's going to happen, but, hey, we're not there. Yeah. And, and aren't we good at speculating? <laughs> oh, God, yes. That's half the fun. Half the all fun. Right. So, so I'd like to say if there's any listeners that are watching this podcast or watch any of our podcasts and you're a cross-border driver, let us know how the experience is for you. 
you know, we'd, we'd love to hear. Put it in the comments down below and, uh, and let us know what, uh, what you're dealing with. Yeah, because it, it's going to be a cluster uh, fudge. I, I, mm -hmm. You know, and the other part is, and I've had varying opinions. I've asked a few trucking company owners about this. You know, what's it going to do to border crossing times? And I've had mm -hmm. everything from it's going to be a disaster to it's not going to affect mm -hmm. anything. If you show up with the Arrive Can app, it's yeah. a piece of cake. Yeah. So yeah. I, I'm yeah. interested to know what's going to happen at the border. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and I know well, there's been a lot of drivers that are already using uh, the Arrive Can app. So, um, so it'll be interesting. So and I, I see there's a comment from Jonathan. Yeah. I was just so, going to say. Good morning, Jonathan. There, first of all, yeah, morning, Jonathan. So and you there's know Jonathan. no doubt. I know Jonathan very well. Yeah, yeah. Well, we get along great because the first two letters of our name are the same. So, <laughs> and we'll throw a shout out. Uh, I was talking to Jonathan earlier this week, and he said he goes yeah. to the Kitchener. Um, uh, yep. What do you call that? The uh, Fleet, Fleet Safety, Safety Council. Council. Yep. Uh, and he yep. sees he's, you there on, on a regular our, uh, basis. Yep. So the yep. board so we meet, is. We meet monthly, so. Yeah, I was just going to read but, Jonathan's uh, comment, and thanks for the comment, Jonathan. The border is going to be an absolute disaster until they get this process smoothed out. Yeah, yeah. Well, I know there's a lot of drivers that are already using the Arrive Can app, but there's also a lot of drivers that are still not using the Arrive Can app. So with with uh, CBSA saying you've got to use the Arrive Can app, there's where the delay is going to come in because it's now going to be a matter of I got to pull out my piece of paper to show my proof of vaccination uh, or on my phone or whatever it be. This is going to take time. And then the border guard's going to have to look at it. He's going to have to, you know, this, that, and the other thing. Uh, and whereas the Arrive Cam app, it shows up on their screen. They pull up your license plate number, boom, all the information's there. Um, and, uh, you know, it just, it just throws everything off for a whack. So the rest of our names are spelled and pronounced differently. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, so true. So true. So, yeah, so you're going to have guys that are doing it right which you're going to streamline through. But in between that, you're going to have drivers that aren't doing it, and that's going to be the cumbersome. So all it's going to do is just cause delay, delay, delay. And if it's, if it's a two-minute delay here, it compounds because it'll be a two-minute delay there. It'll be a two-minute yeah. delay there, a five-minute delay there, five-minute delay. And that's, next thing you know, instead of having um, – you know, a 15-minute wait getting to the border. We're going to have a whole bunch of trucks coming in at one time, and now it's going to be a two-hour delay at the border. Well, and the other thing I'd just like to mention, it does say it in that article that I uh, threw on the screen there, make sure, drivers, that you have your backup info in case something yes. happens to the Arrive Can app, in case, yep. you know, anyways, just make sure you've got either yep. printed documents or it's saved mm -hmm. on your cell phone somehow. Mm -hmm. uh, so mm -hmm. that you've got a mm -hmm. secondary uh, proof that you've been double vaxxed, yep. if yep. that's the case, of yep. course. Um, so, so, so now I want to I want to throw in. Uh, it's not dropping the other shoe. It's it's just going to throw a totally different shoe into the mix here. What about next Saturday? Well, January the twenty second. I was going to bring that up next. Yeah, uh, yeah. you know, and, and there's there's no app for going into the U.S. They, they've not come up with a, an app for border crossing for, you know, producing documentation. There's actually been nothing even stated of what the U.S. border guards are going to be looking for as proof of vaccination. Yep. So, and what John's referring to, of course, is entering the states. 
as of, mm-hmm. we believe, our best guess is January the 22nd, so one week from tomorrow, you will have to yep. show proof of being double-vaxxed because uh, we are foreigners as we enter the States, mm-hmm. and they've deemed it necessary to limit us entering their country, which is certainly their right. Uh, and by mm-hmm. the way, Canada's done the same to our foreign truck drivers that are coming in. It is very yep. limited. You must be double-vaxxed to come into our country with proof of double mm-hmm. vaccination, of course. Uh, so if January well, this is, is an this interesting is, month. Yeah. Well, and this has actually been in place for a little bit for non-essential travel, you know. Right. So tourism, whatnot. You've been able to go stateside, but you've had to provide proof of vaccination. So I haven't crossed the border uh, since this went into play. So I don't know what they're even asking for. I know, I know you got to have proof of vaccination, but I haven't heard of what, like, is it on your phone? Is it, is it okay? Are they looking for a paper copy? Uh, what, you know, there's nothing and there's no website or app to load anything up to. So it's, Really interesting. I'd be curious to see what uh, what they're going to be doing. But whatever it is they do, um, it's going to take time. Yes. Uh, and again, drivers or companies, if you know what's going to be happening at the border, going into the U.S. is what John's talking about. Mm-hmm. We would love mm-hmm. to hear. Leave us a comment. Or yeah. a truck driver, yeah. leave us a comment next week as to what your experience is crossing yeah. the U.S. border. Um Yep. Going into the U.S., of course. We kind of know what's yep. going to happen coming home, although yep. that's going to be an experience as well. John, yeah. is, is that about it for border crossing? We've got going in into the States starts January the 22nd. we got to show proof of, yep. of being double vaxxed. Coming home, yep. uh, coming into Canada for Canadian residents, Canadian citizens, and uh, those covered under the Indian Act. You've... You mm-hmm. can always come home, but you may up yep. to the border yep. official. Anyway, because I wanted to get to our second topic. Second topic. We have two topics today, don't we? That's yeah. so interesting. <laughs> you're, you're a recovering alcohol. No, no. Um, <laughs> I wish it was alcohol. <laughs> you, you are a recovering COVID victim. I am. I am. And, I, you know, I never thought I'd get to talk so proudly about, hey, I got the vid. <laughs> so, yeah, I, uh, I, um, I, I come down with uh, flu-like symptoms uh, a week ago. Uh, so last Friday, um, I started with a scratchy throat uh, Friday evening and uh, started feeling quite fatigued. And, um, you know, I just thought it was busy day. My wife and I were out running errands and, and doing such um, and, and whatnot and come home. And I was getting a scratchy throat and thought, OK, well, I, I picked up something. And then Saturday went downhill very quickly, uh, was very fatigued, um, lightheadedness. Uh, the throat got worse. Uh, by Sunday, it was like I was trying to swallow broken glass. It hurt so bad. Um, some congestion, tiredness, achy bones, achy muscles, everything. And then Monday was, uh, I think, the bottom. I hit bottom on Monday, and it was absolutely terrible. I couldn't get out of bed. I couldn't cope, couldn't manage, uh, tried to sleep most of the day. And and interesting enough, during all this time, so Friday night wasn't bad, but Saturday night, Sunday night, Monday night, and, and probably into Tuesday night, I did not sleep at all. 
just like literally minutes at a time and then you're awake and then you're trying to sleep and awake and stupid dreams and stuff that was going on. Um, Tuesday was my, my, uh, my coming out of the whole day, uh, was starting to feel better. Wednesday felt really good in the morning and then it kind of dropped off in the afternoon. And ever since then, it's been pretty much about staying steady nowhere near back to 100 percent by any means even today here we are eight days later and i'm i'm not but uh we did a, a rapid test on wednesday and uh, i tested positive um now my wife and i've been side by side uh since wednesday evening like a week ago wednesday evening my i was out in the field i had uh, client visits and whatnot and then um, come home Wednesday evening, and my wife had been side by side with me all that time. Even Friday when we were out, we were together. Um, we didn't have a lot of interaction with other people. Uh, Wednesday, I would say I had some interaction. We had some client visit and uh, meetings. Um, but I was in one location. Uh, there was mask wearing and whatnot, but also at the same time, there were a lot of people in, in that office and they were obviously quite comfortable with one another because as employees, they were not wearing masks in their, in their close proximity. Um, but, uh, you know, wore masks in and out of the meeting and whatnot, and then spaced in the meeting and such like that. But I, I don't know. There was nobody with any symptoms of any sort that made me go, Ooh, ooh I stay away from you. You know, there was none of that. Um, and, and as my wife and I've talked about it several times is I, I, I didn't even have to be in contact with somebody. I could have picked it up, touching a doorknob, you know, um, opening the door to get out. Um, it could have been there, there were the, the location that we were at, I could actually see the front foyer from where I was sitting in the boardroom. And there were several, several, several people that had come through the front door during our time period there. And, Delivery people, you know, other people coming and going. One of them, I, I, I don't even have to be in contact with them, but they could have maybe touched the door, yeah. um, left something behind, and I happened to grab the door on the way out. Because one of the interesting things is, is when I'm with people, I'm always the first one to grab the door. I open the door and hold it for other people. You know, I'm just that gentleman. Yeah, but, uh, you know, it's, it's also like, take one for the team. <laughs> so... Um, but yeah, so we're not sure where it came from, but it, it's definite symptoms started showing up on, on uh, Friday evening All right, and, so um, it very, very much flu like I wanted to ask you, put your driver's sure. hat on. Okay. Maybe you are 500 miles away from home. Oh, he's going for a hat. All right. Um, here you are 500 miles away from home. It's, yep. uh, I believe you said Friday it started to hit you. Yep. How would yep. you cope with this if you were a truck driver on the road? Oh, gosh. Okay. So I can, uh, I can actually uh, share this good information because my wife and I had sat down and we've talked about this left, right, and center many, many times. And, and also on top of that, I had two incidents back years ago when I was driving truck where I did get very sick. Uh, it was more stomach flu, so it didn't last very long. But interesting enough, if uh, Friday be a good time, that maybe I, I would be on my way out, you know, heading out of the country, and I'm headed stateside or something like that. Um, 
Yeah. Oh, there you go. The enforcement guy. Yes. Um, but, uh, you know, I said by, by Saturday, I was just whacked. And then Sunday got worse and Monday got worse. If I was on the road, I would have been, I, I, I definitely would have been zonked by, by Saturday. And the sad part is because I, if, if I had been on the way out or even on the way home, there's a good chance I probably would have pushed it, you know, uh, which would only make it worse. Um, well, and I would say uh, definitely Sunday and Monday, I wasn't going anywhere. I, I was I was on the couch Sunday. I was in. I have a nice lazy boy chair. I was in that stretched out. Um, I was uh, in bed most of Monday on the couch. Like there was no going anywhere. I ached so bad. I hurt so bad. I, I couldn't have gotten in a truck if I wanted to. So I, I would have been bed bound in, in a truck. There's no doubt about it. And then you know, even this morning, feeling the way that I am. Here we are, eight days after the fact. You know, Weezy and I were talking about, well, where would I be? What would I do if it was today? And I said, well, if I was on the road uh, trying to get home still, I'd probably push it to come home. And and the problem is I'd be way more fatigued than I should be for operating a commercial motor vehicle. Um, but if I was at home, I'd be telling you, I'd be calling, I'd be calling Jonathan up and saying, there's no way I'm going out in that truck, Jonathan. There's just no way I'm in no shape. You know, and, and he'd be upset because he'd go, but I got the truck to go. I got nobody else. This truck's got to go. And I'd be trying to beg him to not make me go because I'm just in no shape. So well, not to say what I've gone through the last eight days is what everybody else is going to have. Yeah, everybody's going to be different. There's no doubt. But you need to be cognizant of the fact I've been double vaxxed. You know, I, today, actually, we were supposed to go for our booster shot. Uh, we canceled those on Wednesday, knowing that we were in no shape to get that. Um, you know, prior to that, I had nothing. I was, everything was great. But this has kicked me in the butt so bad, I feel like an 80-year-old man. Uh, and I don't think your symptoms are that different from many. Uh, of course, some mm -hmm. people do get it milder, but some people yes. get it yep. much more severe. Um, yep. And well, I just want to... Well, uh, say you know Thank a, you, a shout out to oh, yeah. um, NAL, but you know NAL. can you Thank imagine you John's guys. experience yeah. on the road? Yeah, um, and there are truck drivers that are experiencing this on the road. Yep. So to say yep. thank a trucker uh, is yep. an understatement. I think. Well, uh, so let me let me throw another twist in there. So um, just not from a trucker perspective, I, I'm getting better, but my wife now has contracted COVID, okay, because of me, right? She's gotten it from me. Now, her symptoms are nowhere near as severe as what mine have been. Um, and she's about two days, we figure, two days behind where I've been. Um, she's not gone through as severe of symptoms. Uh, she's got the scratchy voice, a lot of phlegm, congestion and whatnot, tired, achy, but just not to the severity that I am. But Seriously, if I was a driver at home and now I brought that home to my wife or my kids and all of a sudden now I got Jonathan going, hey, Johnny, I need you to jump in the truck and go. And I'm going, uh, Jonathan, uh, my wife and kids have got this now and there's nobody here to take care of them. I've gotten better, but I can't leave them like this. This is not fair. You know, so it certainly doesn't take long to go from eight days to 14 days to 16 days. I'm not working. Yep. 
Yeah, you know, because of this thing. And I, I, you know, I picked it up wherever, like I said, you know, off a doorknob or something. So it just, uh, just goes to show you, you can be as careful as you want to be. You can be vaccinated and you're still going to get this and it's, and it's going to kick you in the butt. Well, even, you know, you know, you mentioned the booster. I got my booster last Saturday. So now it's yep. in the five days. So it should have acted, but I'll tell you, um, my wife and I, we were quite different, just like you're talking about uh, the yep. COVID. Um, on yep. Sunday, I was um, fatigued all day. Mm-hmm. I never mm-hmm. nap. I had two naps yep. on Sunday. Uh, yep. And I went to yep. bed at 9.30 at night. Felt fine wow. Monday, but I got my booster on yep. Saturday. Was just whacked sure. out. And, of course, your yep. arm uh, feels like somebody yep. gave you a big punch. But, uh, yep. and, but Tina, my wife... No, she felt fine. Her arm was sore. Uh, yep. But other than that, yep. she had, you know, yeah, she was fully yeah. functional. So it is different so for everybody. Treat you differently. Yeah. I'll yep. tell you, this yep. is exactly. a heck exactly. of a thing. So, so. John, we got to wrap yep. it up. Um, yep. I know. Well, first of all, it's Friday. Hoo-ha! Yay! TGIF! <laughs> and I want to say... Thanks to NEL. Where am I going there? There, look at that. Yep, there we go. Thank you, trucker. Thanks to NAL for that new hat. I appreciate that. And yes, thank a trucker because, as you just heard, if John was on the road, I think it would have been an absolute nightmare. I've written about this in the past. Um, Mm -hmm. I've done articles about what happens to truck drivers when they are on the road. And they catch the flu long before COVID ever came around. Yep. And they catch the flu. And what a thankless thing i can't imagine having a bucket beside your bunk or in the bunk of course um and having the flu and nobody there to bring you a glass of water um nobody to tuck you in give you your teddy bear yeah so yeah i don't care well interesting enough it does it does And, and interesting enough um you know being as i've been laid on my back here for the last week now had a lot of chance to just do some research and read a lot more news articles about <clears throat> the, uh, the pandemic. And this Omicron virus is, is, is it, it, they're saying everybody's going to get it sooner right. or later because it's just so contagious. They can't contain it. So it's the best you can do to protect yourself. So the sad part is if everybody is eventually going to get it, it's only going to be a matter of time before everybody goes through what I went through whether you're vaccinated or not, you know, so it all depends on the severity. But at the same time, that means somebody's going to be out of work for several days all the time, you know, and it's just going to compound, compound, compound. So you think the border's going to get busy, you know, I think you're going to have trucks that are going to sit idle. Uh, there's people at stores. They're not going to be able to go to work. The, the grocery store, the, you know, the beer store, the gas pumping station, whatever, because, Somebody's going to be sick and they just can't get to work for those next few days. So, and we already say there's not enough people to fill those, those seats that are empty. Yeah. It, to say that we're in interesting times, I think is an understatement. Yes. We've never had to manage yes. anything like this in the past. Uh, between no, no, potential no. border crossing issues starting uh, tomorrow with the, now the lack of drivers. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, I've been asking clients, how is this affecting them? And, uh, a 36 truck client of mine said they're losing three drivers because three drivers and they've offered bonuses yep. and all kinds of other incentives. Yep. 
three people within yep. their rights have said, no, I'm mm-hmm. not getting vaccinated. Yep. Sure. Uh, so, yep. the, you know, they are probably leaving trucking, mm-hmm. you know, which is terrible because I love mm-hmm. trucking and, and truck driving and the mm-hmm. whole industry. Um, yep. You know, and that's one client, one trucking company. Yeah. Yeah. So that's roughly 10% of, yes. of their driving force. And I think that's probably an accurate number from what I've read in the paper that yeah. 10% of the people, 10% of our drivers moving our freight cross border are not double vaxxed. Yeah. And which yeah. is within their rights. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, oh, yeah. And, yeah. And yeah. I'm a vaxxer. I mean, I, I've already mm-hmm. said I got my booster and everything, so yeah. I believe in it. But I also believe yeah. that, thank God, we're in a free country and people do have rights. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, I'm really torn as to <laughs> about this whole thing. But anyway, Johnny, <laughs> I just wanted to say it, it is uh, a pleasure again. And by the way, just for our listeners, John and I are not in the same room. Of course, John's out near London, Ontario, somewhere, and I'm here in Hamilton. Uh, through nope. the power of um, the internet, it may look like we're close, but we're we're really not. Uh, sorry, I can't. Yeah, touch we're you. really far away. <laughs> oh, yeah, something like that. <laughs> yeah. So I just want to thank everybody, John. We've had four people awesome. put up with our nonsense for the last thirty or so minutes. I love it. I love it. And and then the, the 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 smart people are the ones that are waiting till the recording comes out rather than seeing it live. <laughs> Well, hey, and this has been another episode of the Trucking Risk and Insurance Podcast. Next week, by the way, unless we have, this week we were supposed to have Jamie Irvine of the Heavy Duty uh, Parts Report. Uh, It's a podcast if uh, you are interested in that. Um, He was supposed to be on the show this week. We've already recorded the show, but we pushed Jamie off for at least a week because of kind of the breaking news, the nonsense that's happening at the border. So I just wanted to say thanks to Jamie of the Heavy Duty uh, Parts Report. We'll get you on very, very soon. All right, and I'll put a link to the Heavy Duty Parts Report podcast in the show notes just to give Jamie a shout out there. Yeah. But um, just wanted to say to everybody, thank you all. Trucking Risk and Insurance Podcast. I'm out of here. Johnny, have a good weekend. Perfect. I will do. Time for a nap. And, oh, Jonathan says, you got that right. Smart people are not watching. (laughs) (laughs) I'll put that one over you. (laughs) Thanks for the vote of confidence, Jonathan. Appreciate that. (laughs) All right. And with that, I'll say we're out of here. All right. Take care, everybody.